This is Pastor Cody Sturgill. I'm so thankful you're listening today. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence. Keeping your heart is a daily work. We need to daily fill our minds with God's Word. Join me as we hear a Bible message from the pulpit of Chilhowee Baptist Church. Matthew chapter number 21, we'll begin our reading tonight in verse number 12, famous scripture of Christ cleansing the temple. And I want you to see something in here, there are so many different emotions and so many different reactions, and tonight's message is simply titled this, it is what you make it, it is what you make it, and I think you'll see it as we look at this passage of scripture, and there's no doubt if we'll live in faith and live according to the word and will of God, then we can rest in the fact that I can trust Jesus. And it is what you make it. Look what the Bible says in verse number 12 of Matthew 21. And Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves and said unto them, it is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but ye have made it a den of thieves. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. And when the chief priests and scribes saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children crying in the temple, and saying, Hosanna to the son of David, they were sore displeased, and said unto him, Hearest thou what these say? And Jesus saith unto them, Yea, have you never read, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, thou hast perfected praise? As I read this and began studying this passage of Scripture, a phrase jumped off the page at me. And when it does that, I try to pay close attention. The Bible says in verse number 13, And said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but ye have made it a den of thieves. I've circled in my Bible that phrase, ye have made it. Ye have made it a den of thieves. I was fascinated by the reprimand that came from Jesus to the scribes and the people there that had turned the temple into a den of thieves. Jesus says, ye have made it a den of thieves. Ye have made it. I don't know about you, but a lot of the messes I've experienced in life I made it. And all God's people said, Amen. And you know what's wonderful about when we make big messes? God helps us clean them up. And uh, it is what you make it. I want you to look at this passage of Scripture with me. And the storyline and the context is it's quite simple and uh, forthright. And Jesus comes into the temple. When he gets to the temple, it's around the time of the Passover. Around the time of the Passover, the temple was a busy place because all the Jewish people were making offerings there. Josephus said during the week of the Passover, this holy week that we're looking at, the week going into the crucifixion of Christ, Josephus said during the week of the Passover that uh, there would be 200,000 lambs sold to be a sacrifice there for the week of sacrifice. Uh, if Josephus said it, I don't. it's not inspired, but there's a lot of people. It gives us a picture. There was a lot going on. And what had happened is they turned a section of the temple uh, that was like the, the porch of the Gentiles. 
Uh, section of the temple, there was a wall that separated the porch of the Gentiles from the, the actual temple. And it was designed that Gentiles could come to this place and learn of the things of God. And there was a way that even a Gentile, through a process, could become a follower of the true and living God before Christ. But the porch of the Gentiles, this area where the Gentiles were allowed to come, it had become not a place for missionary work. It had become a place for mercenaries. It had become a place for stealing and robbing. It had become a place that had just misused its opportunity and its place. And so Jesus comes here, and when he comes into the temple, he's not going to stand for the wrongdoing and the wickedness going on in his house. As he comes in, he turns over the money changers' tables and he uh, cleanses the temple. And he calls out to these people and he says, My house shall be called the house of prayer. You have made it a den of thieves. You have made it a den of thieves. And it's kind of a contentious moment for a few people, but it's not a contentious moment for everybody. Nor is it a contentious moment, I believe wholeheartedly for the Lord Jesus. I don't think Jesus was so mad at the thieves and the robbers that he wasn't able to enjoy his life. As a matter of fact, Jesus cleanses the temple and the Bible continues and gives us an eye, a sight into some other people. The Bible says, And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them. Was this a bad day to be blind and lame? No. It was a good day. God was doing, still doing great works there in spite of the contention around, in spite of the evil people. The Bible says in verse number 15, when the chief priests and scribes, when they show up and the Pharisees, oh, they drive me crazy. Here's what happened. When the chief priests and scribes saw the wonderful things that he did, the children cried, and the children crying in the temple saying, Hosanna to the son of David, they were sore displeased. All this good. <laughs> and the scribes and Pharisees, they're sore displeased. So we see these groups of people. The first group of people I see is them that bought and sold. Them that bought and sold. Those folks that had misused the temple. The second group of people I see are the blind and the lame and the children crying, Hosanna in the streets. <laughs> they're excited and happy. The third group of people I see are the scribes and Pharisees, the religious rulers and leaders. And everybody's happy and they're upset about it. And Jesus messed up their revenue stream and they're mad about it. And the third person, fourth person I see is Jesus through all of it. And I want to just take a minute and preach this message. It is what you make it. It is what you make it. Let's start with the first group, them, number one, that bought and sold. The Bible says, verse 12, Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves. And it said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but ye have made it a den of thieves. Now, here's the first thing. The first group of people that Jesus encounters in this story are the people who have seen an opportunity to take advantage 
of the church. This was not the church at this time, but the temple of God and the gathering place of religious worship and work. And you see a group of people have taken advantage of it. I'll just let you know something. Everybody doesn't come to church for the right reason. I don't know about you, but I've got a flesh. And I've been to church for the wrong reason. I'm the preacher. I've probably told you this story, but it goes like this. There was this guy, he, Sunday morning, his wife hollered and he's still in the bed. And she says, honey, it's time to go to church. I don't want to go to church. 10 or 15 minutes passed. Honey, it's time to go to church. I don't want to go to church. I don't like them people and they don't like me. About 10 minutes later, honey, it's time to go to church. I don't want to go to church. She says, but you're the preacher. <laughs> Look, not everybody that calls themselves a Christian is in it for the right reason. But I'll let you know something. The devil loves it. The devil loves it when other Christians make excuses about not serving Jesus because they know somebody that doesn't serve him for the right reason. Hey, look, these people, the money changers, them that bought and sold, they were taking advantage of the poor. They were doing the wrong thing, and they were doing it in the name of religion. But did it keep Jesus from going to his house and doing what he was supposed to do? The answer is no. Did it prevent Jesus from healing the blind and lame? No. No. You see, we see these people. It is what you make it. Jesus actually looked at this group of people specifically and said, You have made my house a den of thieves. Look, it was those folks that had damaged the reputation of God and his work and his house and his people. But I'll have you know, son, they didn't stop what God wanted to do. It is what you make it. Hey, look, you shouldn't use church as a means of enterprise. If that's your purpose in coming to church, then you're coming for the wrong reason. You shouldn't make church uh, a place that you can just for your mere profit. If you do, you come for the wrong reason. I don't really like when people advertise with the little fishes on their business. I feel like you're using the wrong means to gain rapport. And I think in your business you should represent Christ very well. But don't use Jesus as some marketing scheme. But these people, they were at the temple. They were doing the wrong thing. It was a bad situation. It is what you make it. They had made... The porch of the Gentiles, the, the place that was designed to bring people in so that they could hear the gospel and come to faith in Jehovah God. They had turned it into something that was bad and wrong. Those people. I don't like those people. But I want you to know something. I'm not going to let those people keep me from living for Jesus. I'm not going to let those people keep me from promoting what God has designed the local church to share the gospel with the ends of the world and to help families and encourage children and bring people to Christ. I'm not going to let that group of people keep me from exalting Christ's church and the gospel to the place it ought to be. 
Nor would Jesus. Nor would Jesus. You see, it is what you make it. It's what you make it. It's so easy to be critical. So easy to be critical. May God help us not to be that way. You see, it is what you make it. You could be one of those people that bought and sold, or you could be like the blind and the lame. I love what happens here in verse number 14. The Bible says, And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. Was Jesus so mad that he wasn't able to minister to people? No. Was the power of God because of that group of people that bought and sold hindered to a point that God couldn't change their lives? No. People don't have that kind of power over God. What happened? The work of God continued. The people that had their money, their tables turned over. They were angry and ill. I hope some of them fell under conviction and repented of their sin and became followers of Christ. It's very possible. But then there's this other group. The blind and the lame and the children. The blind met up with Jesus and Jesus with a heart full of love. He's not bitter and angry because of the money changers and the, the trash he's had to deal with a little while ago. To the point that he won't minister to somebody else. Jesus heals the blind. Now I'll tell you what, it was a good day for that blind man or that blind woman and however many there were. It was a great day for that lame person. They limped into the temple and they walked out whole. I'm glad that they didn't let the ignorance and the foolishness and the wickedness of the people at the seat, at the ports of the Gentiles, the money changers, I'm glad they didn't let that prevent them from seeking Jesus and seeking what they really needed. And they didn't. Because Jesus turns over the money changers and in sequence, the blind get their sight. The lame are walking. And guess what else? I love this. The Bible says in verse 15, the chief priests and scribes saw the wonderful things that he did. What was Jesus doing? What was Jesus doing? Thank you for listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. Keep Thy Heart Daily is a ministry of Chilhowee Baptist Church in Chilhowee, Virginia. To learn more about the ministries of Chilhowee Baptist Church, check us out at chilhoweebaptistchurch.com. If you'd like to financially support Keep Thy Heart Daily, please send your gift to Chilhowee Baptist Church, P.O. Box 838, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319.